Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to, to My Third Eye. Yeah, yeah, and that's, ne- that's just never going to end, you know, but I think the more that we can focus on the positive aspects and I, I think that's sometimes misinterpreted uh, what is a t harv ecker says power thinking right like not positive thinking where i just wash it away and it's like well it's you know let's just you know doll it up nice right but like power power thinking and thinking about um thinking about things from a certain level of All right, guys, uh, this is a little bonus episode for the week. Uh, I was scrolling through some of my older uh, interviews and saw that I had not released this one with Bootsy Greenwood. Uh, You can go follow him on Instagram. He's a comedian, and he does uh, some life coaching as well and also gets into uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Uh, Also, go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet CBD needs. Uh, They send me uh, my supplies, and I, I love them. They work great. Uh, they have a whole bunch of different uh, milligrams and they have bombs on there. So, again, purepetwellness.com. Enter goes to checkout and you get 20% off your entire order. If you do not like the ads, go over to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast and sign up for the three or five dollar tier. And uh, 
Yeah, but if not, bear with the ads. It's a little way for me to generate some money to hopefully upgrade some equipment and, uh, you know, see where it heads in the future. But other than that, sit back, enjoy this little bonus episode. Uh, I had fun doing it. Uh, This was recorded a while ago, and again, I have forgot to release it. This is the full episode, so what you see, you know, a little over an hour is the actual full episode. I will post it here and on Patreon as well. Again, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast and purepetwellness.com goes to checkout for 20%. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to another fun and exciting episode. Hopefully you get some good laughs out of this one. I have uh, a good comedian and uh, hopefully a newfound friend. Uh, I have Bootsy Greenwood on today. And uh, we're going to just see where the conversation goes, flows, and and, and have a good time with it. And uh, having said that, I'm just going to turn it over to you, Bootsy, and you can let people know where they can find you, any any show dates that you might have, anything. Sure, yeah. Now, yeah, no, no pressure. Uh, this guy's funny, so... Uh, yeah, um, but show dates wise, you know, I'm doing uh, I'm doing some coffee shops, you know, Jamba Juice down the street. Um, but yeah, my I I'm really happy to be here, Ghost. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, I uh, I'm a coach and a comedian. Uh, you can find me at Bootsy Greenwood. That's my screen name or stripper name. Uh, it's, if you don't know how to calculate that, uh, you should. Uh, it's uh, it's the first pet you ever had and then the street you grew up on so what would yours be ghost oh my first pet would be liquor (laughs) what was the street that i grew up on liquor already liquor east second north okay yeah (laughs) sounds like instructions of like how to find you know give give somebody an orgasm yeah you know like you want to make her squirt you know you got a liquor east second north you know (laughs) It probably works somewhere. Yeah. No, um, that's crazy. I ha- that's the first time I've actually encountered someone with like a directional or numbered street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have went with, with, with uh, when we moved out here to Pennsylvania, We I lived on Front Street, but you're like the first pet and, you know, the street. And I'm just like, well, shit, I, I'm taking it back to when I lived in Idaho as a young kid. And I'm like, well, I lived it on East 2nd North, you know, and I could never figure that fucking street name out. I'm like, it's East, 2nd, and North. Like, mm. what the fuck, you know? But who am I to judge, you know? <laughs> it's confusing. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I, we leaned into it. I, what, I Usually that formula does work, but I guess there's no such thing as undeniable, unconditional uh, uh, truth. In a uh, in a uh, little uh, little fun pattern like that, but uh, I'll give you full permission if you want to use that in a bit to 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 describe how to get a woman off. Feel free. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, it's um, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. We might have to get like our calculators out or something. Yeah, uh, if we're gonna go down that route, but. Um, but yeah, that's what I go by on online and, uh, and yeah, I like to talk about stupid stuff on stage sometimes. Uh, that's fine. But really what I'm mostly, I guess, um, uh, focused on is, uh, is helping people really find meaning in their life and put themselves in a direction and on a path that they're happy about that's fulfilling to them. And that's really what I've been doing for the past couple of years. And, uh, and then, yeah, I go up on stage and talk about my taint here and there, but, uh, 
what I'm mostly concerned about is 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 that uh, is is really helping people uh, get on a direction. I want to see them, you know, do amazing things. And I have uh, actually seen quite a quite a few people do some amazing things. I wish I could say everyone, right? Um, but that's not true. But that's okay. I, I think that um, you know the I think that the success rate. <laughs> that I've heard from, uh, from other places, right? Like even Ted, Ted talks, they talk about like, there's a thousand people that want to change. Do you want to know what the number is that actually do? Probably like what? 1% if, if not, <laughs> yeah, less. Yeah, it's, less, it's less than that. Even. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's also a study where they just give people resources and say, here you go. Right. Like there's no other type of motivation or there's no other uh, accountability or anything like that in, in that study, but um, but it is it is crazy. It's 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 amazing how much goes into our behavior and hacking our own programming and really just for me, like I didn't even know it was possible to feel aligned, like that my emotions and my mind could both agree on something. Just mm-hmm. didn't it didn't register to me, right, Brian? And so I certainly wouldn't be telling jokes, you know, doing manscaping bits or whatever. Right. Uh, if, if, uh, if I hadn't learned to be able to hear that signal and, and follow it and do all that, uh, you know, it's funny because a lot of times I think we come full circle and we're, I think we're always just kind of going. Oh yeah. So, circular. <laughs> yeah. We're always trying to eat our own ass. Yeah, yeah, the Ouroboros yeah. uh, is real. But uh, but I think we are expanding as we go. You know, sometimes we learn the lesson. Sometimes we go back again. Sometimes we learn the lesson. Sometimes we go back again. And and that's just the the way it is. So, uh, you know, we get sick of learning it enough times and we finally say, all right, I got it. Or, you know, we just we just don't pass no. <laughs> that particular part of, part of the development. But I think it was critical for me, you know, especially coming from where I was coming from, which was really a place of uh, fear and anxiety and stress, um, and and you know, very, very disencouraged and disempowered um, to to feel in alignment and to think, like critically think, uh, in alignment with that feeling, right? To bring those two sort of opposites together, which is really what all spirituality and esoteric mysticism and all that kind of stuff comes down to is really just balance between the heart and the mind, you know, emotional and mental, uh, agreement and alignment. Um, and so that's been what I've been working on myself the most over the past little bit. And that's what, uh, that's what I, what I specialize in. That's awesome because I'm a big believer um, I, I learned this quote years ago. I used to work in juvenile corrections and I, I forget who came up with it or, or where, where I heard it, but I embraced it and it's failure is fertilizer. You have to fail in order to learn a lesson. And once you learn that lesson, you will be able to grow. And sometimes people like to be stuck in the ship for a while because they're, they're too stubborn to, to learn. But once they do, they blossom into a beautiful flower. It's incredible, you know, um, because really the enemy of, of comfort or the enemy of growth is comfort. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we do desire to have that comfortability. Um, but I find that like fulfillment is much more durable <clears throat> than like a hit of serotonin or, um, 
you know, that long-term sort of win, you know, that elevation, it actually holds. Whereas like those dopamine spikes, they're here and gone, here and gone, totally and gone, right? Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's pretty amazing to see the trajectory of somebody who starts using, really it's all, it all comes back to the mind, right? Like everything is mental. So like somebody who learns and starts to understand that they can use their mind to create leverage in their life and starts actually doing it. Then you get to see that and start doing it yourself. And you're like, oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah. but that the only way that you're going to be, be able to have that opportunity is to go up and fail, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I, I, I leaned into that stripper joke right at the beginning of this episode and uh, probably won't do that again for a while, but <laughs> that was good. But that's, that's how we learn. I mean, exactly. it doesn't matter. I learned a valuable lesson on how to get a girl off. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Got a new trick in the bedroom now. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it worked out to its favorable goodness, but I mean, dude, that's all comedy is, is just going up there and failing. I can't tell you how many people I've seen who are just, who were just terrible, like terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh yeah. Myself included. I don't think, I don't know that I've seen a worse comic than myself at, at my lowest, right? <laughs> like, like my ability to perceive does not allow for such a thing, but, um, but I, but just over time, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's only a matter of time. You see somebody come out, they start doing open mics. They're having a tough time. It's rough. It's brutal. You fail a lot. You suck. You suck so bad. You suck so bad that you just, you don't want it to be true. And you want to pretend like it's not. And you know, all those things you want to be better than you are. And, and, th and that's part of the development though. That's where the growth happens. It can't happen without that. You know, if I go up there and launch into a joke and it just, it doesn't land, well, I have some very good feedback now about that joke. I need it. Reevaluate it you know, what have you, if it's a strategy, right? The same is true in business, right? If I am using a different strategy to acquire clients or lead acquisition or whatever, you know, like the, the thing is then if I try it and it doesn't work, I'm either doing it wrong or we need to, you know, adjust the strategy. But the only way to find out is to just fuck around, right? <laughs> fuck exactly. around and find out. Around and find out. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's the same, you know, even in the podcast game, you know, it, starting at my first few, my first Ever episode was a monologue by me and dude, I can't even listen back to it because every other word was like the F word. And my wife's like, you really got to work on the swearing. And I'm like, I get that. I was so fucking nervous. You know, I, I remember looking at a picture on the wall of my wife and my daughter and my stepson thinking I'm having a conversation with them, but I learned a lot from that. And, and it, you, you, you take those little, okay, it did suck, whatever. Let's see what we can build on to improve and slowly, you know, get good audio quality, get good guests on, hone your interview skills in a little bit more. And, and each, each interview is a learning experience because I'm never going to be fucking Larry King, you know what I mean? I, or Joe Rogan or whoever, but I do aspire to always grow and be the best that I can. And, and I'm kind of like that in your sense, in my daily basis is I like to help others around me, you know, see their potential. You know what I mean? It's like, look, you can take the focus completely off me. Look what you did. You know what I mean? To, to get whatever task at hand, at, you know, at, at work done. You know what I mean? You did that. You figured it out. That wasn't me, you know? So, uh, it's good stuff. It's the only, it's the only way, you know, we want to, and you know what? <clears throat> you could do it and not even worry about it and you would still get better, mm -hmm. even not even thinking about it. 
Or you can come with intentionally and start to evaluate using the brain, right? Like you could just intuit <clears throat> things and then you'll eventually get better, right? That you pick these things out. Yep. But also back, you know, to that balance and using both hemispheres, you know, like all the whole part of our self, <clears throat> you know, intentionally saying, hey, I want to get better at interview skills and, you know, specific, like, I, like, like words that I say, um, and you can be, you, you can go too hard on that too and oh, be totally. hypercritical, but you know, the idea being is that if you put intention into it and you're focused on specific things that you can develop and learning about the skill and, you know, uh, practicing and working out, then you're going to be able to succeed a lot faster than just doing it a bunch of times. Either way, you're going to get better. Either way, you're going to uh, develop and you, you'll find, you know, you'll find your own little secrets to whatever it is that you're, you're learning and, and that learning curve. But, you know, by leveraging those two things, you can really skyrocket your success. You know, in mastery, he talks about 10,000 hours. He also talks about in how enjoying the process can actually improve your rate of growth and success as well. Or for instance, you know, he's, I think he uses the tennis example where you got to, you know, learn the proper overhand and how boring that is. Mm. People don't want to do that, right? But the more that you can in enjoy that, if you can gamify it, if you can put some leverage into that, then you can really accelerate your growth <clears throat> because you're putting yourself into a, a flow state of absorption. And now you'll learn that so much quicker. The body just picks it right up. <clears throat> we can't help it. Like environmentally, you can't help it. You will absorb your environment. It's insane. That's why it's one of Napoleon Hill's seven laws or Satan's seven laws. Right. <clears throat> but you know, and that's, you can put that, that theory into to anything, whether it's sports, you always hear, you know, the fundamentals, the basics, you know, this and that. And, you know, or, or the, you know, in the podcast game, you know, a lot of people hate the, the production side of things where, Okay, they're they're producing their own audio. You know, they're piecing together. You know, uh, an episode. I learned right out the gate that if this is the suckiest part of it, I want to learn to love it. You know what I mean? And, and and get really good at it. And it's like you know, a quarterback just taking a basic routine and picking the defense apart with it because it's so basic that everybody overlooks it to the point where. You know, they're, they're trying to outthink and he's just, he's, he's underthinking them the whole time, but destroying them. You know, it, it's, it's awesome stuff. Yeah. I think Bruce Lee said something about like, I'm not afraid of, and I'm going to butcher this quote. I'm just going <laughs> to preface that with like, this is definitely not going to be anywhere close to right. But he said something to the effect of, I don't, you know, fear the person who's kicked a thousand different ways, but I fear the person who's kicked the same way a thousand times the person who thrown throws who's thrown the same punch over and over and over and over and over and over again uh, oh yeah you know it's good to have diversity obviously but the more that you do those things especially the hard things mm -hmm. doing those hard things and making them fun those are the hard things too that like your mind just like ah, i don't want to get i, I want to give up on this you know like i had a client today like i saw their uh, facebook post i'm like hey <laughs> I just want to let you know that sometimes we get to the end of a project and we just launch a link out there. I do it and I shouldn't. If I know what this is and who it's for, I'm going to be a lot more likely to click on it. 
right? Kissy kiss, winky wink, happy emoji, right? Like, uh, and then, you know, back like, gosh, you totally, right? Like, um, you had to, had to run to work and going to make a full length post later. Right. Uh, and a lot of the link posts to, uh, not to get off topic, but a lot of the link posts too, you know, Facebook doesn't show anybody things with links in it. Right. (laughs) But, but the point being is just going that extra step, that extra mile that where that resistance hits, you know, where you're like, oh man, like I just put all this time into creating this whole episode or whatever. And I'm so exhausted and I'm so drained from creating it and putting it out that I just want to just do the least thing where that resistance hits. I think there's a lot of leverage in those moments. I've, I've learned that mistake a lot, a long time, a lot of times, uh, very many times of just being lazy at the end, just running out of steam. When, uh, uh, one thing that I've learned is I can just step away and and go to another, uh, project or activity for a little while, come back to it. And then I have a little bit of renewed vigor, um, for that particular project or process, whatever it was that I was working on. So I can set it aside for a minute, but and it's like, uh, working on a car or, or take any project, you know what I mean? You're trying to figure something out and you're just getting pissed and pissed <laughs> and even more pissed. Cause you're getting pissed and, you, and, and you're like, okay, I just need to step away for a little bit, whether it's five minutes or five fucking hours or five days. Yeah. Then let me come back to it with a fresh set of eyes. And it's like, oh, well shit. I didn't see this at the time. All I had to do is this. Oh, okay, cool. And you're like, fuck. I got it done. You know what I mean? You feel good. And it, you can apply that theory to anything in life, whether it's relationship, uh, financial, uh, you know, just to learning to be okay with yourself at the end of the day. It's the yin principle, right? Like that's the feminine principle though. Like, you know, in the, in the West here, we're just <clears throat> all yang, you know, like I got to do, 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 do. But like, it's like, dude, you know, as they say, a watch pot never boils. Mm-hmm. These processes have to take time to, to stew, right? Like you have to allow for that. And it's so important to step away and get perspectives. Like you say, you know, you get all worked up working on a car, which I'm not very good at that, but no, I'm not. uh, So I would get worked up real quick, right? Like it would take me about (laughs) almost no time at all before I'm like angry. But, um, but yeah, getting away from that sometimes too, um, that's when you'll figure out what when you can let go of control of that, that's when those answers pop into your head and stuff too, you know, like that's that yin yin principle. It's so important. We forget about it so much here in the West, you know, we'll do something and and immediately monitor it and like watch over it. But it's like, dude, put it over there and, you know, compartmentalize that thing and step away from it and come back to it, right? Like the creative process is about returning and adding a layer and leaving and coming back and adding a layer and leaving. And, and that's until you're like, all right, you know, she's good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was, this was a couple of years ago and I was at work and it, we were like just jammed busy. We had, we had hell damage and we were shorthanded and what have you. And I, I remember this one day very vividly and I think this might've been a turning point in my life because not long, maybe, well, about a year or so later than anyway. Um, but I kept on making these tiny mistakes and I'd get pissed. And then that tiny mistake, because I was pissed, turned into another mistake and another mistake and another mistake to the point where I was just fucking and just, I wanted to 
turn into the Incredible Hulk and, and smash the walls down on, on the whole building. And I had to finally, on the way home, I'm like, dude, snap the fuck out of it. It, it What you're worrying about and, and these little things, haste makes waste. You were rushing. Slow the fuck down and, and just be calm. And that takes a lot of work for a lot of people to, to, to get to that point. And I'm not perfect at it. You know, I, I still, you know, I'm human, but at the end of the day, I've learned to just really, Hey, before anything really starts to get emotional and, and flare up either with me or, or anybody around me, you know, doesn't necessarily even have to be at work. Just calm down. Hey, we'll get through this. You know, no big deal. You know, there, there's always a solution. Everything always will work out for the better. It's just how you approach it. It's amazing how much of a difference that can make too, because you're exactly right about <clears throat> like that downward spiral sort of thing, you know, like something gets out of control, becomes a comedy of errors. Yeah. Before you know it, there's, you know, 45 different things that have gone wrong as a result of the first thing. And here you are, right? Like, and <clears throat> it might seem like the dumbest thing in the moment to get away, to walk, go outside, check mm-hmm. the mail, you know, to go for a drive, take a shower, you know, whatever that is, but it can, it can save you. <laughs> it can save you a lot of heartache and, and stupid shit that you're going to have to apologize for later. You yeah. big dummy, you know, like that's just stuff that I've done and I've done it to friends and then had to apologize for him. Like, I'm so sorry. I got worked up. And sometimes I, f- I think that I'm the last one. I'm, I'm the only one that doesn't realize uh, quite how my, the level of my drama, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, it just, it's funny, but I, but then I'm, then I'm like, oh shit, you know, I've learned to be a little bit more in touch uh, and see myself a little bit more in context and perspective just through, you know, learning other things like the Enneagram or, you know, some other personality typing kind of stuff. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it's just, so critical in those moments where we feel triggered to just notice that you're triggered, right? Like uh, the inner observer, the the watcher, you know, whatever you want to call that, that little alarm bell that goes off. That's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I am triggered. I'm engaged. I'm engaged in yeah. this because that's when you're going to do things and be like, what the fuck, man? Why did, why did I do that thing? that I wouldn't logically do, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you're beating yourself up for it, for doing it. Right. And just like, exactly. That's not me at all. Like, uh, well, you're out of alignment at that point, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Definitely oh. not in a flow state. You're not like balancing the, the parts of yourself together, you know, uh, cause you've gotten out of whack. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of simple things too. Like I've been surprised at how effective I think grounding can be. Like there's a little park down the road and I'll just like go and take my shoes off and just walk around for 10 or 20 minutes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I, yeah. I go, dude, I, I go barefoot any change yeah, I can. As soon that's as exactly what, barefoot. That's, that's exactly right. I, I, I'm the same. Yeah. I, I go barefoot out there. I'll just walk around in the grass barefoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it does seem to center me more. I can, mm-hmm. I feel like I can tell. And if I feel like I can tell, then. That's the only effect I'm worried about. And I don't care if anybody else notices. <laughs> right. You know, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was on mem- uh, Memorial Day. We were out doing some yard work and, and my my wife put on a pair of shoes. I'm like, why are you putting on shoes? She's like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to step. What if I step in something? I'm like, you are the queen of barefoot. I'm like, get your fucking shoes off. You know, we can do this barefoot. And we did, you know, we went around weeding, da, 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 da. 
And you just notice a difference when you're barefoot, you know, or even going for a walk or a hike in the woods, take your fucking shoes off and just enjoy what nature provides for you naturally coming up through the bottom of your feet, you know, connecting, you know, balancing the energy that is in you. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. I love it. I can't, I can't not go barefoot. I, oh, fucking, I have to wear shoes to work and I hate it. Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really do. I really do enjoy, um, being out and, you know, other than the bugs, mm. you know, out in the, out in the grass is walking around. And that's, what's cool about like that field over there is it's like super nice grass or whatever, you know, so I'll walk around there, but, but I'll just stand in my front yard from time to time as well, beside a big tree or something like that. And, uh, just, yeah, take a minute, just, mm. just to put yourself in that place of like, all right, you know, nothing really is that important right now. Nothing's a big deal as much as I feel that it's a big deal in my body. Right. My body's saying a bunch of stuff to me right now, and I'm not sure if I should believe it or not. And, uh, I think until we, uh, can kind of start to pay attention to that and be aware of it, then we can start to, uh, lessen it over time, you know? And just be more in alignment more often, right? Like, and that, and, and that's, that's pretty cool. And then we could put ourselves into more uncomfortable situations and positions and start to flex our muscles, fail forward fast. You know, that was a yeah. book that I never read, but I read the cover of it and I was like, fail forward fast. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like it reminds me of, uh, some earlier, earlier, uh, Maynard James Keenan with tool and, mm-hmm. and what have you, just, just that, you know, you could see the progression of him just being so masculine to then at a certain point learning to embrace the feminine feminine side of, of him and 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 his lyrics and the progression of the music and what have you. And it's just beautiful you know what i mean it's like oh yeah there are two sides and i have to be okay with both and just because i embrace my fe- divine feminine side doesn't mean i'm gay or want to you know look at a hairy butthole no i just know that that there's that part of every human and and a woman has the same thing she has a divine masculine it in her that she has to you know balance and and it's and it's sometimes it can be hard and then other times it can be real easy yeah you know it's back to that Tao. this is ancient stuff right it's Mm -hmm. in all of us we each have those parts right and i tend to be a little bit more feminine or intuitive but i mean until you start to break that stuff down you don't really understand. I'm masculine too, but I have that like intuitive, like I'm like a Spanish woman in a lumberjack's body, right? Like that's how, that's kind of how I am, right? Like a, like a, a, a Paul, Bun- if Paul Bunyan was a little bit fairy-esque, you know, and I look like a, you know, Wii, Nintendo Wii uh, character, but you know what I'm saying? Like I've got, I do. I've, I've got some feminine gifts of like intuition, right? And, and, and those types of things, inspiration. Uh, but I'm also like pretty masculine guy, right? Like physically. Uh, and as far as that whole thing goes, which is more ten- tending to the logical side, the logical mind, mm-hmm. which is why I call myself a blue collar mystic. That's the name of our show. Um, I should have probably let off with that, but, um, hope <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We're a half but, hour in. So yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So good, you know, so maybe, maybe when I put this out, I'll, I'll, I'll tease that and they'll be like, whoa, what? <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that's the idea of just, you know, being practical, but also in tapped in to the infinite, the woo, the mystical, whatever you want to call it, because 
I, I, I think it's really important. I'm, I'm from the South, I'm from like West Georgia, you know, kind of a redneck sort of area. And, uh, and I just, I grew up around a lot of people who were very blue collar, right? Like yeah. here to have a sniff and let them, you know, build a deck this weekend and instead of, you know, and then when I came to UGA, it's just a bunch of hippies, right? Like there's hippies on, on this side. And so I, uh, sort of found out about the woo, but I'm, I'm still from that sort of environment of, you know, just very down to earth, practical, you know, D DIY kind of, kind of people. And so really what I want to be able to do is, is share the mystical ideas, the metaphysical and, uh, the idea of like, um, you know, infinity, right. <clears throat> and, and understanding quantum physics and the Kabbalion and the occult, all these old ancient knowledge systems and not alienating anyone with it. Uh, cause there's a lot of Christianity here, a lot of traditional religious okay. kind of upbringing, but be, being as inclusive about that as is possible and, uh, really tying this stuff all together because it really only all comes back to the self, right? Like the mm -hmm. self that we all are and very much in that Eastern, um, kind of vernacular, but you know, it, it all comes back to us. We're all experiencing this world through this perspective and there are infinite perspectives, infinite. Oh yeah. It's so just understanding and acceptance and the last, what I call the final rabbit hole, you know, our last rabbit hole, the self, that's where I really want to direct people's attention. And I, I want to encourage and implore them to, you know, look, look within and start asking these questions, right. And look for guidance and any tools that can help them to get them on their path quickly. I mean, you're on your path, right. Mm -hmm. But like to, to, to have a, a more defined and, uh, and, and a better understanding of who they are and, and what they're here to do. Right. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, when I finally started coming to terms with, with, with my path, you know, I remember just standing there like, okay, where do I look first? You know what I mean? Cause it's like, you know, you look all around, you know, your past traumas, you know, or whatever, you know, the case may be. And sometimes people just need a little more guidance to be like, Hey, let's start here and let, let's focus on this. And then that will lead into maybe you branching off into looking at this part and then becoming okay with this. And, and then eventually being able to help somebody else do the same thing. And, you know, it, that's kind of where I'm at now. You know what I mean? I, I'm still have a long way to go and, and growth. I fully believe that I'll be doing it until the day I die. You know what I mean? But, you know, any little piece of knowledge or, or, or what have you that helped me, I, I want to pass that on. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully it helps somebody else. Yeah. That's, I think a big part of it, right? Like it, it comes back to that. What, what is the thing, you know, in self-help, especially we ask ourselves a lot, what, what are the things that I've overcome? What have I struggled through? What were the things that would have helped me if I could go back to myself a few years ago or 10 years ago? Right. And then as you have more time and distance, the more leverage again, you're going to be able to have. Um, so that's a really important question. And it's also part of your story, right? Like, and so building that story too, is kind of that next level, right? Like you find that purpose and then you start to establish yourself and tell your story. And through that story, 
you know, that hero's journey that you acquired by going through whatever that was, you can now come back and tell that story. And that's a gift to everyone that you can tell the story to. That's, that's actually enriching their lives. It's giving them uh, the ability to, to learn and use your experience as leverage and learn their own lessons. Oh, absolutely. So Every every you know, they can to hear somebody's success story and be like, dude, they they went through that. I can get through this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Any any stories like that because it's innate too. Even this the 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 way that stories are told. Um, but learning that and how to how to do that in a compelling way and and uh, and using that, you know, um, and then serving people by telling that story um, and and putting yourself in a position of. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. you know, you've been there before, basically, you know, I, mean, yeah. I don't like the word authority, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I got in a similar situation. Uh, this right. is what helped me. Uh, it might help right. you or it might not, but right. want to give it a try. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think, um, it's really, I don't know. I, I think helping other people is probably the most rewarding, uh, thing, especially if it's, if you can do that in a way that that helps you and your development, you know, it's one thing I do like about, you know, telling sonnets about my taint in public is that people at right, like people will get a laugh. Right. And sometimes I forget how important just a stupid laugh can be to oh, someone, yeah. you know, best uh, medicine, just a goof. Right. And, and I'm like, what, am I doing something wrong here? Because people seem to like me just talking about farts or whatever. Right. Like, uh, but, it, it it all works. It's all part of it, right? Like I want an inspirational, like taint X talk. That's what I'm going to be working toward, you know, in the next <laughs> couple of years, maybe I'll have, you know, a, a Ted talk about how farts are stinky and, and why that, and why that is life changing somehow. Right. Right. <laughs> so I, ha I have to ask you a quick question. Um, what's with the deck of cards? Is that mm -hmm. just something pr like that you do? to keep your hands occupied or, or is there more to it? No, I'm, I really don't have a lot of nervous habits. The, this is a special deck of cards. Um, it has to do with a specific game that is a Russian game. It's a way, it's kind of like a divination sort mm -hmm. of tool. Um, and we learned it from this book, uh, the dream searchers, which is a Russian, uh, book. And it's about, it's about exploring dreams. It's about really using a lot of different ideas uh, to influence reality and to learn more about it. Uh, a lot of Castaneda's ideas are really about departitioning the hard drive between your waking life and your dream life. Mm. And, um, and there are two sort of paths in Castaneda's model, which is what they talk about in this book. And one is called being a dreamer. And the other, oddly enough, is called being a stalker. Oh, uh, and the, yeah, it sounds terrible, but the idea is that you're stalking, you know, reality or you're, you're actively engaged in learning about 
how reality works okay. and through the dreaming. And so you can re recapitulate, you can do trauma work and do all those types of things physically, right? In the physical space. Mm -hmm. And that's what stalking is in his model. I don't know why it's called that again, but then you have the dreaming way as well. So the dreaming way is to basically interpret your subconscious, understand your dreams, reintegrate parts of yourself. You'll have opportunities to do, do that in the dream space. But one of the, um, one of the games in there is apparently the game that, uh, Bloody Mary was playing when she got, uh, sacrificed. She almost, she says, oh, I almost had it because there are sequences of events or chains, they call them, mm -hmm. that you can basically lay out with the cards. Um, and it's kind of complicated. I, I, I'm not even sure I could show you if we had the time. Right. Uh, you know, it's something that we have been exploring uh, as a group in, in our dream hacking uh, witch coven, which is tongue in cheek for just a bunch of people who are exploring dreams. Um, and, uh, and so I've been just tinkering with the cards more and more, uh, just kind of getting a sense of them and getting to know these particular cards. Cause these are my dream, uh, my, my deck for that. Okay. Um, for the, it's called the patience of the Medici. I, I left that out. Uh, okay. that's the name of the game that apparently, you know, bloody Mary was playing. It's, it's been around for a long, long time, but the idea is that you can lay out a sequence of events or a chain mm -hmm. and each one of those has a meaning. Each one of these suits has a meaning. Each number also has a meaning. So it's a symbolic way to sort of program reality, right? To, to simplify it as much as possible. And so you would cue off of this chain. If you had a certain end goal in mind, mm -hmm. then you would cue off of this chain in order to see what the next step would be. Uh, so basically you would write down all the steps in the chain of events, the sequence, and then as each one happened, you would have to react and, and, uh, uh, and, and observe that that particular thing happened and then go to the next, next thing, following it all the way to the end of the chain. That's, so it's that's pretty, interesting. it's pretty mysterious and, and super mystical, but, um, but it's also really fun. Um, a couple of people have already had some success working with it. Okay. Um, I think some of that's beginner's luck and some of it's actually figuring it out and there's something that i read in there in that book and um i thought man this is so neat I, I i i don't know how i could ever figure out how to do this and through the power of a group and people working together in that dream coven that's a, it's like a book club you know we we got right. that we all got that book it's something that i've read quite a few years ago and I didn't really see a lot of the value in the book but I I enjoyed it it's kind of like this russian novel about this dude uh it's like a matrixy kind of dream story let's okay. say and uh and it's fiction and so but a lot of the moments right when they have these moments these are like these these neo morpheus moments where there are these teachers in the book who are t actively teaching him stuff they're just spitting out like really valuable stuff that you would have to read like three or four books of Castaneda <laughs> to kind of get. They're just like out with it, right? In these little scenes, they're training him. So we're about to start the second book actually here pretty soon. Um, but the first one, you know, he uses the patience of the Medici to create a chain of events and save the day. And uh, and so the patience of the Medici is highly regarded in this particular book. Um, so that's why I have the cards. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> Uh, I'm not working on any magic tricks or anything, at least not currently. No, it, it, it's kind of interesting in a way because it's almost like a, uh, 
a, a version of tarot, but without all the other aspects to it. You know what I mean? You're, you're dealing with, you know, your, your four, four suits, I'm assuming, you know, hearts, diamonds, clubs, spades, and, you know, ace through, you know, one or ace through two at, you know, in each suit. So I don't know that, that that's neat. I'm going to have to look into that. And speaking of books, have you ever read, uh, the Celestine prophecy? Oh yeah. Classic. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy because I had it here from a previous guest. I don't even know. It was on my paper here and you started talking about that. And I'm like, I had it crossed out. I'm like, I wonder if he's read Celestine prophecy. Cause that book and series blew my mind. Now this was back when I used to partake in, in mother nature's, uh, devil's lettuce, so to speak. Um, which I can't now cause I have a CDL and, and what have you, but man, that book blew my mind and I wish they would have came through with, with a good movie series for, for those that don't like to read books. You know, back then I had more time to read, but I loved that book and, and those series. It was, it was great. I remember the Celestine vision too, where it kind of just goes into a lot of these ideas that are in the Celestine prophecy. And it was just like way more matter of fact. It was almost like a nonfiction version. Right. I've well, talked about, about synchronicity and control dramas. That was one of the big takeaways from that book. That oh, was yeah. really, really powerful, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the pages of Medici and the way the cards work, I think... Uh, I think tarot cards were first. I don't know. I'm not educated on this. Somebody else is far better to speak about it, but I believe there are ways to read regular cards like tarot, but the patience of the Medici is basically programming reality Okay, for lack of a better way yeah. to say it, right? Like this thing's going to happen. That will lead to this. That will lead to this. That will lead to this. That will lead to this, this which will lead to the end goal. So you, you lay the cards out and get to your goal card. And then you fold them down based on the suits. There's a specific way to fold them. It's very complicated. It's, it is not for the faint of heart to figure this thing out, man. I mean, gotcha. <laughs> and so, you know, we'll learn more as we kind of tinker with results and stuff. Like I said, we have seen some, um, but I haven't even done a chain yet to really kind of see, but I think there are chains that you can like in this book, there are chains that were already created and different things like that that you could implement and stuff. It's it's an interesting uh, magical sort of ritual. I'm into all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, hell yeah. Chaos magic. I'm into, you know, whatever, you know, any anything. You know, reality transurfing was my big sort of thing where the gist of that book is like, dude, you are the ritual, right? Like your heart and mind connect on something and there's no stopping that. That's pure intention. And so in the magical space we do and conjure and do all this stuff. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but you got to get all that out. And then you got to fucking lean into that yin and mm -hmm. just open and wait for the thing, because the more you push it, the farther you're pushing it, you're literally pushing it away from yourself, you know? So <clears throat> I don't know. I'm into that mystical stuff for sure. Did you grow up playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons by any chance? I did not actually. Nope. Oh, yeah, see, no, I did. And we actually, my, my best friend at the time when, when we were in, in middle school and high school, uh, we actually spawned off, like we'd get the Dungeons and Dragons books, but we would create our own games and, and draw our own maps and, you know, adventures and what have you. And it, it was just an awesome way to escape, even though, you know, you're always told, oh, you're, you're practicing real magic and you're, you're going to go to hell. And it's like, no. Just 
let us be, let, we're, we're exercising our imagination, but you know, kind of what you were speaking to just kind of reminded me of like, you know, something as simple as Dungeons and Dragons can be turned into something even greater because it might've taught you something that now, okay, it might've been mystical in the game, but now you're actually practicing it in real life. And I am not necessarily just magic or good or dark magic, whatever, you know, it could have just been a, a philosophy of a character that you might've played that, that helped him through a situation that, that you now in turn, you know, use today to get you through situations. So I, I don't know. It, interesting things. I just side, side jargon, I guess. No. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot that could be explored, uh, there and ultimately right back to mentality. We have so, we have so much leverage we don't even realize and you know, it's impossible to see your own blind spot. <laughs> so when it comes to this stuff, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing and also unique as we s sort of start to grow and open up that sphere of awareness, right? Like, and as they say, new level, new devil. So get ready because as soon as you do, you know, <laughs> push up, you know, or level up, everybody wants to level up. Well, get ready because there's new problems. It doesn't mean the absence of problems. It means new shit you got to deal with. And then back to that, like pushing through the resistance thing, like you have to kind of go further into that. You know, there's a, like there's a reason why video games are designed where the first boss you meet, okay, a little challenging, but you felt a little success and gratitude getting through it to the very end boss. It's like, you know, each, like you're saying, each level that you go up, the bosses get stronger and stronger and the bosses in, in reality are just problems. And then you know, challenges that you're going to see on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, ne that's just never going to end, you know, mm -hmm. but I think the more that we can focus on the positive aspects, and I, I think that's sometimes misinterpreted. Uh, what is a T. Harv Ecker says power thinking, right? Like not positive thinking where I just wash it away and it's like, well, it's, you know, let's just, you know, doll it up nice. Right. But like power, power thinking and thinking about, um, thinking about things from a certain level of absolute 100% accountability and, and responsibility to your situation where you are, as opposed to just rubbing toxic positivity, flower, fairy dust on it, whatever, <laughs> which is, which is better than beating yourself up. Yeah, it is. Okay, but it's, it's better than beating yourself up to fly into outer space and just be completely, you know, negligent to the to the problems that you caused. But absolute one hundred percent responsibility and accountability um, that is uh, that is the beginning of reality creation, and it can't happen until we do that. And and it's hard, man. Like we all want to. I don't know. I I shouldn't throw anybody else under the bus here. Just myself. But I, I, you know, I want to fucking like get out of it. I want to avoid it. I want to lean into avoidance and not be, and not be confronting even to myself sometimes. Oh yeah, funny. totally. I, I feel you a hundred percent on that. You know, you know, my, my wife calls me uh, a big gentle giant. You know, I'm a, I'm a bigger dude, but it takes a lot to, to get me pissed because I don't like confrontation at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I do not like to argue with people. Um, although to, apparently according to my wife and kids to see me walk into a store you know sunglasses take them off you know I'm a, same haircut you know that you have you know you know we, we shave it down i've got i got tattoos all over 
I look like a fucking menacing dude. At, but I'm at, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, I, I would gladly, you know, help you get your groceries into your car. You know what I mean? I, 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 I hate fucking confrontation. But when it, it, when it absolutely finally comes to that point, it's like, okay, you just woke up the fucking gentle giant and he just turned into a fucking Kodiak bear and he's, and he's hungry. And, and, and I hate that side of me, you know what I mean? And, and I totally try not to let that, you know, part come out hardly ever. And, you know, but that, that's years and years of practice. Cause when I was, you know, a teenager and, and in high school and what have you, dude, I was the biggest fucking piece of shit dick there was, you know, I would snap at the drop of a fucking hat. You know, my fuse was so short and, you know, and I think the military helped with creating a longer fuse and then, you know, other life lessons and, and then me actually physically taking note and hey you need to work on this you know what i mean because you can go through life this angry all it's going to do is eat you alive and, and you're just going to be a piece of shit the rest of your life look look into uh, finding the good in any bad situation and trying not to to dwell on the negative to to just to feel good you know what i mean with without having to to do, you know, drugs or whatever, you know, you go down a hard path on, 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 you know, meth or whatever, heroin, you know, cause I, I think that's where a lot of that stems from, you know, people just, they have no other way to escape it that, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to put a needle in my, my arm. And it's sad to say, but you know, those people also are crying for help, you know what I mean? And wish somebody would just show them a way, just even, even if it's two steps on how to get from okay point z's way over there but but here's a and b you can figure out the rest so yeah yeah well i i know for for sure there's a lot of people who who need help i mean we're traumatized by school and society and and all this stuff and we have to get to the point where we can dig down into that stuff like that's not your fault right like Right. We have to take responsibility, but it's not about blaming ourselves for the situation that we found ourselves in. It mm -hmm. just is what it is. You're just dealt the hand you were dealt. Oh, yeah. It's just, it, there's no, nothing you can do about it. You know, whatever it is that you, you, whatever, it doesn't matter. And that is the hand you're dealt. And so from there, what, it, what do you choose? What do you choose to do at this point? And how do you choose to proceed? And how do you choose to define the world around you? That map is what the territory is going to be because confirmation bias is real. So as soon as you say, well, I'm not going to be able to be successful because X, Y, or Z reason doesn't matter what, uh, then it's absolutely going to be true for you. And the same is true. If you say, I'm going to find a way, you know, I'm going to push through. I want to, you know, I want to create my own reality. Um, which sounds like this thing, which right. it's, it's not like that, but it is though. <laughs> you know, yeah like, it is you know I, I, it I've is. done that in my life to you know i mean it's not a huge reality but you know it, it it's enough that i've seen a difference around me that i know that i can i i can take whatever i you know i want to do like uh either be a podcaster or you know excel at my job you know which i would rather be a podcaster at, at, at this point um but i do love my job uh there are certain circumstances there that it, like any job, you know, shit needs to change at, at certain levels that hopefully, you know, it, it will. But if, if I sit there and tell myself, oh, okay, you know, 
um, mediocre. Uh, I'll never be big. No, you won't. You know, it's it's just like the old adage. You keep telling, you keep calling yourself stupid. You're going to be stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no doubt about that. Um, we're going to live up to the expectations that we have set for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think you know, when it comes to a creative art or a passion, you know, something like podcasting or comedy or painting or poetry or whatever, it's really important to understand what your goal is, you know, within that and to be really, because everybody does it for a different reason, right? Like mm-hmm. some people do comedy because they want a Netflix special. They right. want some people do comedy because they want a sitcom or because they want to act in a movie. Other people do comedy just out of pure love for the game. You know, other people do comedy because they want to be good. Uh, and they'll do it in a back alley or an RV park. You know, I tend to fall more into that category myself. I just, I'm just learning the craft. I love it. Right. And, I, I, you know, it's all about experience and, and failure and trying things out and risking things and just learning i'm in i'm in no rush i have nobody holding a stopwatch saying i have to be anywhere at any certain time and i think that's also uh, an important uh, element to the yin principle again a little nod there because you know you focus on doing this thing if it's a podcast or creating whatever mm-hmm. and as long as you know that you're just going to do the thing and not it's like all it's, it's like as soon as you don't care about the results anymore that's when they show up Exactly. You know, it's like, <laughs> and then and, and I think that's true for whatever, you know, creative thi- thing that you, whatever endeavor that you're doing, you know, that is part of that creation. You do create your reality. You create whether you're uh, sitting on the couch and watching TV or whether you're, uh, you know, something that somebody else is watching or whether you're, you know, doing your own thing or you're in the circus or you work at SeaWorld or you're a scuba dive instructor. It, you chose to get to that place and you use your mind to get there and manifestation happens pretty naturally too you know oh yeah especially if we're in that aligned state because i think that's where charm comes from that's where uh, attraction really starts to happen right like when you're in alignment you're ringing and in, in in harmony with yourself then people can really see feel experience who you are and you'll start to draw circumstances and experiences and people that are on that same wavelength. And um, there's something really cool about that. I, I found that when I when I started uh, my podcast, I, I started it l- last October, actually. And uh, with the help of uh, now uh, a really good friend, I consider a best friend in, in, in the podcast game, and, you know, he keeps telling me, you know, hey, when I was at, at your spot, he's like, I didn't have even half the listens or, or this and that. And, you know, I was told, you know, you got to get a backlog of, of guests if you're going to go the guest route. I never once worried about locking down guests. I, they just happened. I was like, I know they'll happen. You know, whatever the guest is, whoever the guest is, you know, it's going to happen. And from, from day one, I never worried about it. Even if I, I had a week where nobody was on, I didn't worry about it because two weeks later, I might be doing two interviews every day for, for two weeks. You know what I mean? And and exhausting, but you know, it's those kind of projections and, and, you know, it will happen. It does, you know, it, it will yourself whatever you want. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I tend, I, I want to be a full-time podcaster in five years. 
You know what I mean? In five years, I hope to be doing this full time. You know, I understand I'm not going to get it right out the gate, but I try to produce a, a, a show or, or an episode and, and content that right out the gate, you know, my passion is in this, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know, it, it, it's good stuff. I mean, it can absolutely be done, you know, oh, yeah. any, anything, anything can, and I, and I think taking the fortress by lengthy siege like that, giving yourself plenty of lead time. Mm-hmm. is the way to approach it because you know so many of us we we jump into something and expect immediate results and success and that's just not how it works no you know people not at you all. don't see all the time and effort and energy and failure that other people do I mean, they don't publish publicize that and even if they did people really wouldn't care that much and people no. don't care that much if you failed prior if you're successful now right. so you know that's one of the things I think we just don't see. You don't see people's hustle and grind and how, how hard they work. But if you're willing to work that hard, it's absolutely certain that you'll get to the, it's okay. just, it's impo- It would be impossible not to. I do have uh, one other question. So, um, what is your, what is your take on psychedelics on, on this type of journey? Whether it's, uh, and and when I say psychedelics, I want to come at I, I want to come at it more of a natural way with like either mushrooms, ayahuasca, maybe DMT. You know, leave, leave the uh, CIA LSD out of it. You know what I mean? But you know that you hear a lot of stories of people uh, consuming one of them, those products, and just having a a very life changing uh, trip, whatever you want to call it. And they're completely a different person for the better. And, and they go on to achieve great things for themselves and their family. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty neutral on that. I agree with you. There are a lot of people who have those experiences and, um, and then that's great. At the same time, I am nobody's, you know, shaman or pharmacist right, or any of those types of things. So, you know, to me, it, 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 I think it's interesting because I love the Le- Leary stuff and Robert Anton Wilson and a lot of the stuff, you know, they were taking mescaline and, and they were less pretentious and they were explorative about consciousness and really wanted to understand the frontier and the idea of what is thought and mentality, existence and reality and all that stuff. So I, I appreciate that as well as consciousness change, as well as the eight circuit model of consciousness and, 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 and behavior change and they were really into using psychedelics for that and i think absolutely that can work but i think there are also very down-to-earth straightforward ways that we can also release trauma and heal Mm. Uh, you know um, one of the things that um i I actually my my partner in in the podcast and we do a coaching program together uh, admiral hits my friend james he uh has this uh, sonic portal that's a bunch of gongs set up in a circle. Each one of them is actually tuned to a planetary frequency. And um, so you go in there with a group of people and everybody sits back to back and we play the gongs for him. I went and did it at Soul Fest. He's actually out now, you know, touring all over the country with this thing. But, you know, people go in there and they have experiences that are mind-blowing, life-changing. And there's so many different catalysts for it um and i'm i'm here to advocate 
multiple paths to the top of the mountain, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, but I don't want to encourage anybody to put themselves in a situation that might be dangerous, you know? Oh, no, no, not at all. But I don't, I certainly don't have a problem with them either. You know, there's the argument too that like, well, it's just a trick. It's just a mental, so what? I don't give a fuck. Right. Let it be a trick. If it flips the switch mentality wise, and it shifts the way that you view the world and your assemblage point, probably, which is Casaneda stuff, it's, um, you know, but like that opens up your map and opens up the territory of the terrain more for you. Now you have more space to move about or new possibilities or options that you can experience as part of that new expanse that you didn't know was there. Yeah. And I, and I advocate it. So I'm certainly not. Yeah. I mean, I, I have had in the past incredible experiences, but I don't recommend to clients anything that, you know, like that, but I, but, I, but again, you know, like, yeah, I think they, they will call to you. You know what I mean? I think so. it, in a sense. And, and it's awesome that you brought up the gong thing because, um, here in a few weeks, I'm, I'm going to be doing a, an episode and we're going to, uh, not live, but during the recording, uh, it, it's sound healing therapy. And it, I got in touch with, it was a previous guest who, who knows these two ladies that do this. And it, she was all excited. She's like, did you know a, a certain frequency of a gong has, has been proven to, to shatter cancer in someone's body? And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, that, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Cause sound, sound frequencies and sound healing has, have been around since the beginning. You know what I mean? I mean, you can look at a, a lot of these older buildings. You could take the pyramids, you could take all the cathedrals, the cathodes, whatever you want to call them. You know, and it resonates. And for you to bring that up, and and that is coming up in a few weeks to to do this. That that's just awesome. I, I was just like, whoa, holy hell, what a synchro! <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. He knows so much about vibration, has put so much into it, like so much more than I would have thought. Like you see that you're like, okay, cool, yeah, just smash my brains with a gong. Right. But it's not the same as like going in doing like a meditation with headphones because these vibrations are literally hitting your body. They're hitting your cells. They're going through you. And so it's different. And, um, and it's actually quite amazing what can be done. But then again, at the same time, what I love about his approach is that, Hey, I don't know where you're going, but I'm going to get you there. Right? right. That's his kind of saying. And so I don't know what you need, you're, you know, but hop in, see what happens. Something happens. Great. If it doesn't great. You know, and looking at reality through the lens of duality and vibration and how those waves work, it's just, it's an act, it's an action anywhere. It's, and so sound healing, I think is very valid. In fact, I had a friend who had a uh, Lyme and he used a Rife machine and I don't think he's completely, you know, 100% gotten it, you know, over it for a couple of years and then he's like oh well i feel like i feel a little bit weak and i've got some symptoms coming back but he hadn't been using the machine for a long time too so there's definitely something to it i think there i think there's something to the electric universe theory as well like uh eileen day mccusick's work is fabulous i love that stuff and so i actually want to get a tuning fork here soon too and start messing around with that but the gongs man i can definitely attest 
and vouch for how cool that is. Floating, there's so many cool things to do. There is. And I would love to have you back on again to talk about some of these things because I, I think we uh, kind of just scratched the surface on on a whole bunch. You know, we we both kind of weren't sure where the the conversation was going to go, and it just it 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 went great. You know what I mean? And <laughs> well, good. Uh, well, dude, thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah. Let, let let my audience know one more time. You don't forget about the blue collar mystic or or anything. You know, let them know where they can find you. Um, if you do have any local shows, you know, this, uh, you know, hopefully maybe I have a listener, in, you know, in, in your town or in your state and they, they travel. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I guess so. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So I do, I do perform very consistently around the Atlanta, Georgia area, uh, and thereabouts. Uh, so laughing skull somewhere that I go from time to time. Um, uh, that's probably the best place to catch me. You know, um, I'll be doing like one of their open mics or, once a month, which is equivalent to kind of like a book show, uh, in the city. Um, but tons of, tons of different things. I'm booking my own shows. I booked a show out in Savannah not too long ago. So nice. if you follow me on social media at Bootsy Greenwood, my little stripper name, um, no, no, no directions there to type in or underscores or anything like that, which is great. Um, uh, and then bluecollarmystics.org. That's our podcast and a bit of a collaborative, uh, effort there's a lot of resources there check out bluecollarmystics.org uh podcast is called blue collar mystics check that out and then you can follow me anywhere um uh on any of the social media platforms all of them at bootsy greenwood just uh type that in and should be able to find it honestly well thank you again i appreciate your time and like i said we'll, we'll hook up again hopefully i can get you on uh talk at the tavern one of the one of these nights uh, that uh, yeah fun conversation and the, the, just all over the place sometimes it's current events sometimes it's just dick jokes and you know fart noises you know who knows it it, it, it it's just a fun time and uh, all of that sounds sign me up for all of it all nice of and uh for for everybody else th- this is liquor east second north gonna sign off you know as as my uh my stripper name and uh for, for everyone else, don't forget, think for yourself. <laughs> well, where do I start? I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking the sedge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government 
Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we bad shit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this They bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride While I flow ride the valor of rhyme I'm flying high by the seat of my pants A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France But in the northwest I trip without a traveling band Yeah, and that's word of my cat plug I'm higher than giraffe puss, look what the cat drug in Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub At midnight I don't fill it up with the tap cup Soaking in my cannabis suds Anything for a buzz Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug Peel through a fat stash Burning the last snug I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from But here I am still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm bad shit I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system, had enough of it Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue All in the Kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts For $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.